Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 67 for the 14th of February, 2008. Ah, Ian, hello. James, how's it going? Not so bad, not so bad. We're feeling a bit sporadic with our podcast in uh, 2008, but we're aiming to get back on track, aren't we? Indeed, uh, and uh, it uh, it always amazes me that every time we decide to do a podcast, there is more news we can know what to do with, but... uh Indeed, indeed. But, uh, and again, we're not in the same place, but... uh, Oh, we're virtually couching. (laughs) (laughs) We're virtually on the couch, but... um, as I had sprouts last night, probably the best thing for it. <laughs> yes, I definitely want to be a little little uh, further from <laughs> your end of the couch. Indeedy. Um, but as you said, bags of news are on the Couch Podcast. We've kind of got a selection of business news, content news, mobile news, gaming news, and uh, other kind of stuff. Indeed. And we will endeavour to race through it in a action-packed 30 minutes of witticisms and facts. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Whether you can uh, tell the difference, I'm not sure. But, uh, Indeed. Well, um, <laughs> So, what's been going on since the last podcast? And I seem to recall, as soon as we kind of closed the doors in the last podcast, the first thing we all read in our newsreaders was, Microsoft makes a bid for Yahoo!, now, um, what do you reckon is the thinking behind this? I mean, why would one of the world's preeminent software companies want uh, Yahoo, which is pretty much a bunch of internet companies? Like, what's the story there? What What are they thinking? Well, I think it could be one of these business dynamic things where, if you look at, you know, is the future the future is in search? You could argue that Microsoft makes its money from mm-hmm. Microsoft Office. You could say, I mean, yep. maybe that's true, maybe it's not. So, if Microsoft Office is kind of on the wane. Um, You've got Google is, by all accounts, totally number one. Mm-hmm. Um, Yahoo's number two. Microsoft is coming a sort of late third. Yeah. So you know, potentially they're saying, well, if we if they need to compete in search, which they need to do to get that um, advertising revenue, which mm-hmm. is obviously the you know the last move where they bought that little slice of Facebook was to get the advertising yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. Um, maybe this is the only way they can do it to uh, grab hold of Yahoo, and. Um, and uh, kind of see if they can make a strong number two by combining the two. Uh, whether they could do that in reality, yeah, I'm not so sure about. But that's my thoughts anyway. What about you? Yeah, although um, you know, I'm a little more sceptical of this because uh, you know the the theory here is is that the future is advertising. But I don't know if really that's the case. You know, because the more that we look at the way the internet allows, you know, the whole long tail content thing, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's more about um, what being search. Able to- Search, finding the content you're interested in, um, more esoteric content, people paying less for content but uh, getting specifically what yeah, they want. Yeah, but most people on the internet pay nothing at the moment, do they? Exactly. They're, just, you know, you know, they're finding things. Um, and you know, I've actually been reading a book about this, You know how the whole marketing world is changing from selling average things to mm-hmm. average people, but just you can do that by advertising a lot. Now it's um, sort of changing a bit, so you really need to sell kind of really crappy things to loads and loads of people at a low price or not so many things to lots of people who can afford it. And the, and the sort of bit in the middle, mm. the, the classic Gaussian curve is kind of inverted almost. Mm. Um, and by match, you need to match people to the products you're trying to sell. Yes. And that's very difficult unless you're going through a search engine where you know people are looking for it. Exactly. And you know exactly what they're after so you can tailor yeah. it to... Or you target kind of Blue Bicycle Monthly with a whole new load of Blue Bicycles because you know... <laughs> 
you know, people reading Blue Bicycle Monthly are into Blue Bicycles. Precisely. So, uh, um, there you go. So, um, I mean, the latest thing so was that uh, Yahoo had come back and said, no, I don't think so. That's too cheap. What are you thinking about? Uh, which... You know, well, I don't know if they said it was too cheap. But I think they just sort of said no. And there are rumors going around today saying mm-hmm. that they, I mean, I just read a, a letter that Jerry Yang, the CEO of Yahoo, sent out saying, you know, we're well equipped. We've got lots of things uh, here. You know, Microsoft mm-hmm. wouldn't bring us anything. We're going to get more cash. We're on a growth um, pattern here. Mm-hmm. Um, there are rumors about talking to uh, our parent, I guess, News Call. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's just rumors. And the rumors that Microsoft would come back with a bigger offer. So mm. it ain't over yet. No, but uh, one certainly an interesting play. I mean, we're talking about fifty billion dollars worth of, well, worth Something. of selling. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a big deal. So, and also, I think culturally, it's not a particularly great mix. Microsoft is a bit of a kind of stiff-shirted bunch up in Seattle, and then you've got the Yahoosers a, down. You know, I mean, I think that's funny the way things have turned out. That you know, Microsoft was the kind of you know renegade bunch at the beginning of time, and now they're seen as the sort of uh, you know, straight-laced, we do things properly, everyone else doesn't know what they're doing, Yahoo's kind of, you know, off crazy. Yeah, I mean, maybe Yahoo's a bit more, I guess, uh, a bit more in the valley, I suppose, than, mm. than Microsoft. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's watch and learn, see what happens. Maybe by the time we publish, it will all be over. Indeed. So we'll cover our bases there. Um, content news. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got a few things actually kind of happening in the UK. Right. Um First of all, um, DRM-free tunes at lower than iTunes prices are now available in the UK. Shock horror. Fantastic. Who from? Where where do I go? uh, Play.com. They're a sort of online internet retailer of typically uh, games and stuff. You can get discount games from them. Mm -hmm. Um, And now they're doing downloadable music. You could always buy CDs and DVDs and things there, but now they're doing downloadable music. About 65 pence a track. Um, wow! There isn't. That's all right. It doesn't seem, to, and it's 320 kilobits per second for you audio files out there. Okay, so um, can argue about the quality. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so it should be good quality. I'm not sure how much they've got. Um, mm. A lot more than that. Uh, I can't even remember the name of that one that just made it all up and didn't have any rights. <laughs> that's um, right. <laughs> uh, bicycle. can't even remember. It. Yeah, and the uh, cats or something. Um, mm. The good thing about the Play.com one as well, if you if you download the track, they keep a record of it in your account. So if you lose it, you can just download it again. Oh, wow. That's cool. So, which is quite cool. Um, so I don't know which label signed up with them. Uh, again, I think it's weird with music that you never quite know who mm. actually published the music. You mm. just know about the artists. Whereas, obviously, in movies, you might know which, which studios put it out, but mm-hmm. even increasingly less so. Um, also, I managed to download a free show on iTunes, actually, this uh, or last week, I think. Mm. There was some preview of some um, Glenn Close thing called, is it Damages? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, just for the old iPhone. Um, How was it which is, on the iPhone? It looks okay. Mm-hmm. Um, watching it on the TV doesn't look so good, I must admit, because <laughs> the resolution <laughs> is a bit uh-huh. of an issue. And I, the reason I watched it on my TV is I um, have, last night Apple started rolling out Apple TV 2.0. Oh, it's actually come out now. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So I, had a, I bored my wife a little bit last night by uh, hooking up my Apple TV to the uh, TV set. <laughs> and uh, it's certainly, I mean, the user interface has just totally changed. Right. Um, for the better, and for in the, the worse, u- is it? I think for the better, because now you, you can actually browse through content. You can preview um, mm-hmm. videos on iTunes. You can, uh, obviously in the UK, you can't buy any films mm-hmm. at the moment. There are some TV shows, but there's only like four of them. Right. And the prices are still crazy. I mean, it's, mm. uh, you know, uh, have you ever heard of the show V? 
V? Which is about aliens or something. Yeah, it's, it's like old news. It's like... Yeah, it's like 18 episodes and you can buy it for £30. It's like, oh, mm, I don't think so. Hurts. You know, it, you know, can buy the real media on, on uh, Amazon yeah, for, for less. So Probably, probably um, £10. Yeah, and they've got the the video uh, photo sharing with Flickr and Dot Mac and... Uh, mm-hmm. It, it seems to be a more seamless mix of my own home content mm-hmm. and stuff on iTunes. And you can obviously preview and you can buy or rent from iTunes by just clicking. So nice. uh, definite improvement in that stakes. Um, and uh, what other news in the UK? BT Vision. We're also a, not like, I think they say they've got 150,000 subscribers now. 150,000 already? Allegedly. And I think last time we talked about it a month or two ago, they only had like 40K or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I don't think, you know, it, subscribers, I mean, I don't pay any money. Mm. So am I a subscriber? Mm. Well, um, boxes maybe? I mean, But I certainly, I, I was actually using it last night and comparing it next to my Apple TV. And certainly the browsing through content on the Apple TV is a far better experience than, right. the, sort of, than the left, right, list, list, list kind of action you get on... Um, mm the uh, BT Vision and there's a bit of free stuff on BT Vision as well which I hadn't seen before you can it look at uh, we were able to stream it n- no not really mm. I didn't try to be honest I, I've, I've still got a credit in my account but uh, <laughs> right. they didn't have any films I wanted to watch unfortunately so. <laughs> okay um, but 150k like that's uh, you know in terms of IPTV rollouts that's uh, that's a fairly substantial number yeah. mm. impressive so we'll see see what happens there. How about you? Any content news from you? Any uh, well, I've you been uh, bought any content recently. Continuing to explore watching TV on my uh, three mobile phone, <laughs> right? Uh, which you know, don't stray from a power outlet. <laughs> it, it's funny uh, when it works; it's fine, you know. And to take up five minutes with a little comedy sketch or something is actually quite okay. It's quite it's very watchable. Uh, so have you subscribed to the, you said it was like TV pack, three pounds yeah, or something? Yeah, two, two, two pounds a month. You can watch right. as much TV as you like. Uh, but, uh, you know. So is it about a pound a minute at the moment or? <laughs> For the amount of time I watch, probably actually. <laughs> the difficulty is, of course, that if you, because it's all about TV channels, you know, watching uh-huh. BBC One during the day is actually really boring. There's really rubbish on there. So <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. Yes, you can get BBC One. Do you want to watch it when you actually, you know, got your phone? You know, or like uh, I was coming on the on the on the train this morning and trying to watch it on the train. I was like, well, you know, the news is over. All the interesting. It's, it's one of the kind of you know morning. Do television you watch it stuff. or just listen to it, kind of stuff? Oh, you can watch it. Yeah, I mean, and does it go? Does it go landscape or is it portrait? Does it? You it's can like an iPhone. You can't rotate and do it. it uh, do it landscape. Uh, do it portrait. So it is kind of full screen. Uh, well, widescreen TV, eh? Well, yeah. Widescreen being not very wide, but <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I mm. mean, I think, um, I mean, I'm trying to evaluate, is mobile TV, uh, you know, a doable proposition from a customer perspective? So rather mm. than all our, you know, kind of speculation about authority, give it a go and um, see what I can actually get You've out been of doing it. it now for um, a while, haven't you? Mm. So I've had it a couple of months now. And I think, um, I think the problem is fundamentally this whole kind of, channel basis like i don't actually want to get halfway through an episode of hollyoaks or something and mm. try and pick up and watch for five minutes and then leave it like i have there's just no interest there or you know you get in you can get itv1 uh you hop into there and you're in the middle of an ad for five minutes it's like well you know interest no <laughs> but is that it there's only streaming stuff is there any VOD yeah, it's only stuff streaming. there's no and the only vod stuff you can do is like you know songs and you right. watch videos of songs but again you know I mean, mm. I'm not going to pay any money to watch 
a little video of a song on my mobile phone. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's a limit to my exploratory tendencies here. And I think that's obviously we, we mentioned last time that there's this 3GSM has gone on as well. Mm. A kind of mobile segue, I suppose. Indeed. So, has anything um, wild happened at 3GSM? Well, I was kind of looking around for this. There was some, I think there was some noise again about song downloads being bundled with either handsets or services. Right. But nothing wild. I mean, Nokia came out with some concept recycled phone or something. It looks better than the normal phones. <laughs> Made of cans or something. Fantastic. Coke cans and plastic or something. Mm. Um, uh, I don't know what else. Um, you, you pulled out some cell phone satisfaction rating thing. Yeah, um, so they, they did a which, bit of a tour of... Um, and this is smartphones, keep in mind. Yeah. And uh, trying to keep... Trying to find out who is uh, very satisfied with the current cell phone. Obviously, US-centric, and uh, Palm is right down there at the 30% level, up yeah. to Apple iPhone at 72% level. So but surely that's kind of bad, because people won't buy another one. But won't buy another <laughs> Palm, or won't buy another yeah, Apple won't buy another phone. You want to have something which you're sort of kind of satisfied, but would like the next one in case it's better. <laughs> well, Apple have certainly got that there with, you know, they don't have 3G yet, so as soon as they have 3G access, yeah. I mean, unlimited data rate on 3G... On an Apple iPhone, fantastic. I mean, that's yeah, I mean, a- lots of rumors about um, the various mobile operators seeing massive hikes in uh, bandwidth usage by iPhone users and mm. Google saying it's the major mobile hitter on their uh, search portal. Oh, really? Um, so things are kind of happening in that area. Um, the other thing is there's an out-of-the-box hack for the 1.1.3 software. Um, so literally, it's a GUI thing. You just plug in, you go to the store, buy your software, buy your phone, come in, plug it in, ka-ching. Five minutes later, put in your new SIM card. So Wow, that's great. Well, great for people uh, that don't want to be tethered to O2 in the UK, I presume. Exactly, yeah. Or anywhere else, in fact. Mm. Cause, uh, but apparently, it doesn't work so easily if you've got older software. So, right. Um, well, that's okay. Uh, and I've upgraded my phone. I think I said that before. Mine's upgraded, and um, you can use the tracking and things like that. But it's not too much different from the previous version, as far as I can see. Um, and the software development kit is supposed to be coming along for the iPhone before the end of February. What do you think? The conditions, I think, under which we uh, see the SDK coming out will be interesting to see. Does it mean that uh, Apple own your source code? Do they get to see the source code? Do they yeah. you know, tax onto everything that gets sold for the iPhone? Do they want to bless every app that is mm. downloaded? I mean, you know, how does that, how's that going to work? Is it, or is it just going to be like podcasts on um, iTunes? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, where uh, you can, you know, that would be great if you could just upload it. And they say, yeah. you know, it, it, again, it depends how much of a kind of a sandbox they let the yeah. SDK let you play in. But I mean, certainly all the, I guess, the hacker apps that are out there today are able to pretty much do anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, I mean, it, got, if you can do anything yeah. that, I mean, just looking at some of those apps that, I mean, that even you've got on your iPhone, you know, some mm. fantastic applications there using the touch interface and using the networking capabilities. Uh, you know, I'm very excited about things that are even genuine, like, uh, you know, being able to match up you know, Google Maps with... Uh, uh, extra locations and location stuff. facilities and all that sort of stuff yeah. I think it's going to be fantastic so I think that's going to be very interesting to see what happens there and I think the other noise I guess uh, I saw some announcement from Symbian I think saying that in reality they'd shipped 80 million Symbian based smartphones 80 million yeah last year so right. the next that, Apple that iPhone of, looks like um, <laughs> a very small from an, from an OS perspective they're saying back off Apple you know we've got the yeah. we've got it yeah. so which is probably very true I mean yeah um, they are the, the leaders of the pack, aren't Apple they? Apple iPhone, very satisfied, but not many of them. Yeah, and I think uh, the BlackBerry had some software patch which caused a bit of an outage this week as well. But, yeah, uh, not having time. a BlackBerry, I'm not that bothered. There we nope, go. Exactly. So, but, uh, your your iPhone kept working? 
Yeah, more or less. It only stops working when I uh, do some major hackery on it. So. <laughs> Which seems to be quite regularly, but anyway. Well, every time they come out with an update, it's, uh, whether you go early or not, that's the question. Um, the other stuff that's coming up is, I don't know if it's in, in anticipation of the Gamer Development Conference, which mm-hmm. is starting on the 18th of Feb in, uh, I guess, in uh, San Francisco, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a bit of noise on the gaming front. Yeah. So what's, uh, what's happening there? Well, we've got the news in the UK that Sony has uh, clipped the 1 million PS3 mark. So that's uh-huh. all the million PS3s uh, in the UK, which is uh, fairly significant given that... Uh, how many households do you reckon there are in, in the UK? Probably, I think it's only like 55 million households, so it's like that's pretty high penetration, isn't it, mm. really? For some quite expensive, quite expensive device in, uh, in the yeah. UK. And uh, I don't know how many uh, HD DVD... Uh, consoles are out there, but <laughs> not, not quite so many. I would think. Yeah, uh, and even they're claiming to have um, outsold the Xbox 360 mm. in, in a kind of you know speed of deployment, but obviously nowhere near the Wii, aren't they? So uh, yes, I mean there is the factor that the Wii is half the price, and uh, mm. it's still. And I think you know we've got um, various people saying they're no longer going to be stocking the HD DVD format. So pretty much, mm. I think. From a consumer perspective, anyone who's who's been thinking about getting a PS3 for the Blu-ray, you know, side of things is probably going to say, actually, now's the time to do it. Um, yeah. Obviously, at the same time, there are lots of rumours around about a redesign, um, making it less, look less like a uh, is it a George Foreman grillathon or whatever it is, <laughs> um, and something a little more foxy. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they can cool those cell processes a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, and also rumours, I guess, around GDC where the Microsoft will come out with a... Maybe they'll come out with a Blu-ray Xbox 360. Who knows? I think if that... Um, I mean, that would be the death knell, but, you know, I mean, the theory has always been with Microsoft that, you know, they're backing the other horse just so that they can, um, you know, ha- have a competition in the first place. And let's face it, if the Xbox 360 had a Blu-ray attachment and not yeah. an HDD attachment, then it probably wouldn't have been much, a war, much of a format war in the first place. Exactly. But, I mean, there's obviously different IPR and who makes money at the bottom end so yeah. we shall see um, what have you got about PS3 and Play TV what's that story about well the Play TV as we, we talked about before is a, a little kind of uh, USB 2 it turns out plug in device with mm-hmm. uh, two tuners in it which plugs into your PlayStation 3 and will work with digital terrestrial TV in the UK so the Freeview service wow. and, and it'll act as a um, uh, a PVR, obviously, so you can That's watch something neat. whilst recording something else. Apparently, you can't record things whilst playing games at the moment. Right. Um, but they're hoping to fix that later on. Uh, and Have you got one of these devices? No, no, no. Sounds I don't. fabulous. I don't. They're coming out in March. Apparently. March, okay. Right. Um, 23rd of March, I think. Mm-hmm. Or something. No, no, that's, I'm, I'm getting confused here. But it'll be on sale in March, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Play device. And also, a cool thing is you can sling it to your PlayStation, not sh- your PSP, sorry, but I'm not sure if that's only a PSP Lite. Right. So, so you that's can, pretty cool. Yeah, and if you, apparently the video quality is a lot better than their previous kind of location-free right. stuff. If you if do you that can, on the net from somewhere else, then that would be very cool. Yeah, it's like a it's a sling box for stuff in the in the UK, which That's is neat. quite cool. Yeah, I like suddenly, it. The, suddenly you have to dust off your uh, PSP. Indeed, I haven't um, quite got it on eBay yet, so maybe it's got some purpose <laughs> after all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to get a PS3 um, now. It, well, exactly. That's the, the the next point when you go HD. But then you've got to get a new television. Oh mm, dear! No, oh, I know. All goes a long, hard road yeah, playing yeah. games these days, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Indeedy. Well, actually, my PS3, I had a bit of a 
some I'm trying to get my HDMI thing working mm -hmm. with my projector and for some reason I fritzed my disc so I had to re redo it all so I think it's lost all my game saves so I have to do all the uh, I have to play Call of Duty 4 again ah, from the beginning yeah, which would be quite good fun, actually. <laughs> forward to that. That's um, great. So what else is coming out of the Games Developers Conference? So we got any idea um, about what's happening in gaming in the I future? I think there's a, few, I mean, there's a few new games, big games pending this year, mm -hmm. like uh, Spore from the guy who um, did The Sims. Mm -hmm. So that'll be kind of, I guess, headlining, or there'll be lots of stuff about massively multiplayer gaming. I guess World of Warcraft went through the 10 million area. 10 million, um, that's fantastic, isn't it? 10 million subscribers. Mm -hmm. And what else happened? Um, been a big big boost in sales of actually in-game items. And by this, I mean, like, if you've got Guitar Hero or mm. SingStar, Guitar Hero 3, you can buy new songs online. Mm. They have online stores, uh, which reminds me, I've lost my songs I bought on SingStar. <laughs> so Look, I, have to I think this is a fantastic opportunity for... Uh, you know, I mean, really, we're selling content here, aren't we? We're con selling kind of oh, content yeah. extensions to games. Cheesy 80s videos yep. and music tracks. It's all good. With a, with a bit of metadata, mm. as you would say. I mean, and, and um, there's not a lot of effort here. In, I mean, once the game's built, actually selling the game, the, the you know, the extensions to this sort of stuff is quite easy. So uh, Yeah, you just have to guess, remaster the, the content or mm. whatever. Mm. I, mean, uh, I saw on SingStar you have two. There's a short version and a long version of the... the um, the video so you need to sort of just cut it in mm. those ways and add, add the uh, the pitch singing on top of it and I guess duck the audio and then you're in easy fantastic um, and what, what about Apple have they got any gaming news well uh well, I mean, you've been playing some of the games on your iPod, right? iPod Nano? The, you, I've, you got, download, I've got a fifth-generation iPod, and I've got to say, yeah. some of the latest games are surprisingly good. Mm. Uh, so, and Hedgehog. they've also... Yeah, is that good? I mean, it's... I mean, I'm, I'm not a Sonic fan, but I just downloaded it to see what it would be like. And uh -huh. now the performance is really, really good. I mean, I'm, I was actually surprised how good it was, and there's a brain-training game that I've got as well. That Again, the graphics performance is... You just can't complain. It's... It's fine. It's. I mean, it's surprising. Does it much clunk along when you're has. listening to songs or something? I know from my first generation playing, you know, Brick or something, mm. that when you it would slow down a bit when you were changing tracks and stuff like that. I haven't tried the whole playing a song and doing it at the same time. I mean, it's doing sound effects and stuff as well. So yeah, I think oh, it's right. probably okay. much maxed out, but um, it looks great. Yeah. So I mean, I think Apple they just extended their their trademark to cover gaming. Ooh, right. Um, but whether that's just uh, you know, you can read so much into these kinds of things right. anyway. And but whether, whether they did it, they? so oh, what's going on? Because they did have a games console called Pippin out, which they launched in Japan. I think it was a joint venture with Bandai or something. All right. um, but years and years ago, but nothing really came of it. It was kind of around the PS One time. Mm -hmm. So uh, I guess the uh, Sony long, long many many waters under the bridge. Indeedy, indeedy. And talking of waters and unders and bridges, mm -hmm. um, there was also some lots of furore around in the last week or two about um, some undersea data cables being pulled to the Middle East. I think the yeah. um, the United Arab Emirates and Iraq and Iran were allegedly affected by these uh, mm -hmm. undersea cables. Because at the end of the day, where does your internet come from? Not a lot of it comes via satellite because the delays are too low. You, mm. you, know, you, you would have a two-second ping time or something. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of it is coming via optical cables under the oceans. Now, what has been causing all these outages? Is it like, you know, sea monsters? Is it... <laughs> ships is it you know some sort of um, navy training going on 
Yeah, I mean, maybe it's these specially trained dolphins that uh, mm. you know escaped in the Battle of Iraq and are now working out they're going to chop up these undersea cables because they're bored. Um, I think the funniest one was the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. um, published a picture of sharks sharks with laser beams attached to the heads <laughs> That's uh, in an article saying you know perhaps this is why and, and it was just uh, and then i know we've got in our show notes potentially some guy godzilla stepped on a cable or you know um it's sad but Dr. the reality Angles, is these man. things are under the ocean a lot of them i mean sending um uh data over optical cables they need to have mm. um undersea repeaters which have power sources mm. or, or some of them don't they use i can't remember this uh there's a word for optical, optically excited. Um, they have like loops and things that make you go further because typically you can only go like 50 Ks or something right. before you need to regenerate the signal. Mm. So you need to get that going somehow. So, you know, if a power source goes or the weather's bad, they can't replace mm. it. Mm. You know, I think um, well, it's I, quite I, a guess, challenge. I guess what I was surprised about is, you know, the ocean is incredibly deep in some locations. I'm just surprised that... Uh, well, they just sling these cables around. I mean, yeah. they're going to get chopped. You know, it's sperm whale goes around on. in the ocean. You know, that's it, yeah. Um, sharks and laser beams, sperm whales, Godzilla's, um, a guy with a fishing net, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I suppose <laughs> the issue here is like, you know, a number of cables got caught and they had to abate the service somewhere, mm. which seems a bit odd because there's probably like 150 fiber cables in each one. So mm. that should carry enough traffic to keep everyone happy. I think, um, um, you think it, uh, it, it does sound very precarious, you know, that the whole, uh, you know, global infrastructure in terms of communications is based on you know, a few bits of cable hanging around the ocean just floating about there waiting yeah, for someone I mean, to bite it, it. It makes you think of, like, spider webs floating around the garden, really. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they just kind of... Or kite strings mm-hmm. uh, everywhere. You know, it, it's probably... At the end of the day, it's a bit like that. The world is not as perfect as we'd mm-hmm. like to think it is, mm-hmm. you know? Now, speaking so of wacky stories, I think uh, this one's definitely yours, James. What's this about a, a space tugboat? <laughs> called the Jules Verne automated transfer vehicle mm-hmm. um, this is apparently a 20 ton unmanned space tugboat which will be basically going up to the International Space Station mm-hmm. and will be delivering basically air water food spare parts equipment batteries all this kind of stuff and they will fill it with all of their space trash mm-hmm. and it will come down and burn up fantastic um, quite how they're going to find 6.3 tons of waste material <laughs> on board the space station I don't know that's a lot of shit literally um, so absolutely true <laughs> what do they feed them in these space rations I know exactly well, more fruit and vegetables um, I say yeah and uh, I've heard of some other people who are thinking to go up and uh, do the kind of is it uh, was it uh, Moonraker or something where they went up and captured satellites and brought them down to earth that's and right, stuff yep. uh, which has been done before I mean uh, yeah Duff satellites, you can, you know, there's been lots of things about refueling satellites, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the reality is it's probably less risky to send a new one up. Yeah, uh, well, it's probably all down to the insurance business, I'm sure. It is. I mean, in, in all seriousness, it is very expensive getting satellites up into orbit, not least of which because there's still a fair percentage of them go bang on the way up uh, or don't get to the right place. Yeah, so, or for you know, it's a couple of hundred million dollars you invest on something that mm-hmm. an insurance company's just refuse to insure them because you know the the chances of them actually going bang are so high. That well, I think it's like a, a third of the cost of a launch is the insurance. I think. Oh, it? really? That's massive. So yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, it's still a precarious business. So um, hmm. so precarious in space, precarious on the ocean floor. Indeed, the world is not quite as uh, safe as we think, indeed. is it? Really? Indeed. Mm. Well, that uh, brings us about to the end. I think so. Brilliant. <laughs> So, if you've got any feedback for us, where do people send it? Uh, yeah. Feedback at uh, onthecouchpodcast.com. Uh, 
Do send Brilliant. us any wild, wacky, crazy things that you've uh, uh, you've seen or heard about in the world of broadcast communications, gaming, mobile, all that sort of stuff. Content, you name it. Send it to us. Indeed. And we do appreciate we- all the, the feedback we do get from people who see things along the way. That's great. It all feeds into the, the funnel of stuff. Indeedy. So keep listening and uh, tell your friends and uh, write a review on iTunes. Indeed. We look forward to talking with you next week. Have a great week, James. Okay. And you, Ian. Ta-da. Bye.